0: Now broadcasting from the next-gen conservative studio in sunny South Florida, bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield.
1: Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to tonight's edition of the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting your live shows here in sunny South Florida. Although it's not sunny right now, obviously, it's, uh you know, it's 1030 at night uh, around there. So, obviously, this is Florida after dark, but we're, uh, you know, we're here nonetheless. And, uh, all for joining me, wherever you are in the past, present, future hour. If you're here, uh, thank you very much for joining me tonight, uh, and if you're listening to, uh, future hour,
2: I appreciate that as well, uh, the podcast, uh,
1: very special show lined up tonight. I have no idea where Apex Gam is, but we shall, uh, start the show, uh, up without him. Uh, he's probably either going, probably either getting stoned or, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe he's gathering some...
2: ...sabotage... ...free,
1: But, uh, regardless... Contact info as usual. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at some
2: uh, uh, Whitfield Report.
1: Follow me on uh, Gab Parlor and Mines at Sam Whitfield. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report. Sam is the website. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on uh Apple Podcast Spotify and Rob should your podcasts and finally if you'd like to uh donate uh to the stream and you know, show some appreciation financially which is always
2: appreciated.com forward slash Whitfield. all other uh support links
1: links are for the show and let me uh adjust my mic okay I think that should be better uh the audio was clipping a little bit last night for me so I think I fixed that so that should be good but uh anyway folks so tonight I am celebrating uh 14 years of podcasting in total now, I want to uh I want to make a little disclosure here that um that when I that my actual anniversary was on Thursday, I started podcasting uh you know, unofficially on March 25th of 2008. That was when I published my first episode of my very first podcast, the Whitfield uh, analysis, which uh, I did when I was uh, 14. Wait, I I don't think I was even 14 yet. I think I was... I had either just turned 14 or I was still uh, 13 at that point. But... um, Anyway, I, I actually tried to find the audio of it and I, I couldn't. Um but I've needless to say I've been doing this for a while. And uh, you know, initially it, it was it was me ranting at like some current events thing and um you know, like history class or um or in like I guess US government or something. And, uh, I did it as, like, a joke, to be to be honest. It was just me doing, like, a one-off uh, impression of Rush Limbaugh or trying to, which, by the way, a uh, friendly reminder for those who, uh, you know, hate Rush Limbaugh, this, he did. this show uh, will be, shut up, <laughs> you know, we, we know, we know, we know he's dead. Uh oh okay. May, Sorry. may the Maha uh rest in peace. Uh but this show <laughs> is uh inspired by Rush and will and will forever be inspired by Rush. And if you didn't and if you didn't didn't know that prior to uh you know tuning into the stream, well then, you know, you've been warned. But uh, you know anyway um as I was saying so I Go started ahead. this show off as a joke and um then like around the time I got into uh my freshman year of high school, that was someone actually found the show by accident. And they actually liked it and suggested I made it that I make it like a regular show. So uh, there used to be this old ass podcast platform called Block Talk Radio. Um, which I think, I think blog talk is still around, but, uh, mostly it's just the UFO crowd that goes on there now. And, and I mean, nobody really, I don't think anyone uses blog talk, but anyway, that was where I really did like my first radio show, I guess, for like the first five years or something of the show. Um, and it was, it was horrible because you would basically, you'd be, I, I would basically have to call in with my, uh, cell phone, which at the time was, a lot of people still had flip phones. So the speakers, they were decent, but they sounded like phones and you would do a broadcast that way. So the podcast would literally sound like a sound like a conference call line if you've ever had to deal with one of those and uh yeah that was fun uh then probably like around 2012 or so uh, i connected with this uh gentleman by the name of uh, jason billy who also was a uh young conservative podcaster at that point and uh we kind of started a podcast network together, uh, and ran that for a few years until I moved to Florida and we kind of went our separate ways. And he actually started his, uh, you know, he, he actually started his podcast back up uh, a few weeks ago. So go check out the Jason Villa program. You're welcome. You're welcome for the plug, uh, Jason. But, uh, and then, uh, Let's see, so I moved here to Florida, kept on doing the podcast, uh got fired from a couple of college Republican blogs that I was writing for because I supported uh Trump and they want never Trump, and uh got to have the last laugh on that when Trump won, and then I slowly kind of started to get into uh you know, kind of like I guess the alt kind of like the comedy uh podcast sphere, and that's when I found Rogan and kind of decided to re- reformat the Whitfield uh analysis into the Whitfield report and make it more of like a long form show and uh I did that probably about five years ago now, and uh now probably about three years ago was when I Uh, bumped into the weirdness that is the, you know, the internet circle I kind of exist in now. Uh, I think I've, I met Gama two years ago, and, uh...
3: Congrats on turning 14. In four more years, I don't want a mosquito anymore. (laughs) Uh,
1: I don't, I don't know who sent that donation, but, uh... Thank you, interest of stuff. Uh, congrats on, well, the show is 14, I'm 26, so the show is still, the show is my baby, but I, I appreciate it, uh, Jeremy. Um, but yeah, I've been hanging out with Apex for the last couple years, and, uh, you know, now I'm just here entertaining you guys, uh, in the stream, and in the live chat, so, uh, First off, good evening to you Apex. I know I was a bit ranty there for a bit.
2: And um lo and behold he probably um
1: Yeah, he Oh, he 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 bounced right as I was uh Let's see yeah he he balanced right as I was about ready to uh you know hand him over the mic to say hello. That's typical uh let me And of course, my camera's not on on the on air stream, so let's fix that real quick uh let's. See. Okay, I'm back. So, um... Yeah, I was thinking we would do a few things tonight in regards to the show. There might be some people, um... There might be some people popping into the stream.
2: But, uh...
1: In the meantime, I thought we might watch, uh, my very first... YouTube video on my old, uh, on my old ass YouTube, uh, channel, which was originally just my name, uh, Sam Whitfield, um, up until Gavin McGinnis got me, uh, banned from streaming on it for a bit, which was when I started the, this channel. So it kind of worked out, uh, as a whole.
2: Ladies and gentlemen. So, um, let's see here.
1: Okay, so this was my very first... I like I said, I can't find the first YouTube video that I, uh, I I can't find the first radio show I did, but I did find the first, uh, YouTube video I did, which was Thoughts on the Death of Andrew Breitbart. And, uh, this was actually on the day that he passed. And I actually got, like I said, I This was kind of before YouTube was a thing, so I didn't get any traction on YouTube. I actually, like I said, got invited to uh, a couple of smaller podcast networks as a result on this. And uh, it's kind of cringe just because of how young I am. But you know what? I'm willing to kind of, uh, you know, I'm willing to to, uh, impale
2: myself uh, for you guys.
1: Anyway, let's uh, let's see how bad this is. Cut number one. Roll the tape. Man, my name is Sam. Oh, w- happy oh.
4: Sam! Anniversary. The joke I was gonna send did not play well after I read it. Lols.
1: Uh thank you, thank you, Saucin. Well, I'm 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 sure your joke. I mean I, I your jokes can't be any worse than mine, let me just say that. But I, I appreciate it.
2: And oh and uh believe me.
1: I am going to pause the uh the donos for a quick sec real quick. Well I embarrass myself for your amusement. So this is me, like I said, I think I was Yeah, I was 17 at this point, and uh, as Apex Gamma has pointed out, I looked like a, you know, I was fucking babyface for a long ass time. What do you, uh, what do you want from me? Field. I am a teenage conservative, and I host a talk show... On Blog Talk Radio, called The Whitfield Analysis. I'm also the founder of Next Generation Conservative. Right now, we are small, but we are a conservative organization which seeks to combine uh, conservative and constitutional values with uh, social networking and new media. Um, some of you will know me from blog talk radio anyway um that's not my point. My point is one of my okay, quick note here, folks. the reason why you're hearing a fan is because I was recording this video in ten eighty p off of a uh two thousand seven um, yeah that yeah that's clearly not ten eighty p but whatever the highest resolution was for a uh, two thousand seven Macbook, not a MacBook pro, just a Macbook, and believe it or not, I did have um a microphone, I actually still have my first microphone um you're with me which I may show to you maybe maybe not though it's it's fucking heavy but um yeah yeah this video gets really cringe because uh you're about ready to hear me talk through basically a a computer fan and I did not know how to edit shit at all back then a great conservative leader died today. Mm -hmm. And that man is Andrew Breitbart. Andrew Breitbart exposed many of the liberal schemes in the, uh, in just... And he was always hated, he was always criticized by the mainstream media, and... I want to comment on, uh, the video by the young conservative teenage, uh, gal, who's about my age, um, the video she posted that got, uh, recognized, uh, nationwide on Breitbart.tv. Um, Felicia, uh, Okay, so in interestingly enough, this is the other pretty crucial part for those of you who are kind of unaware of kind of the uh the whole uh circle I used to run in. So around the time of the uh of the tea party when Andrew Breitbart was kind of the 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 de facto face of the of the new of the new right, um There, there actually were lots of, uh, there were actually quite a number of, uh, younger conservatives who were either like high school seniors, like I was, or very early on in college who were, uh, like a lot of, a lot of the girls had Tumblr accounts, I remember. But what's interesting is this video doesn't age well not just by me but a couple of the people I've I mentioned actually have you know actually flipped the other way after attending college and this person I mentioned actually turned out to be, to be a uh, a never Trump uh turned Biden voter I'm pretty sure I completely agree with everything you're saying about Andrew uh, to be quite honest, I, I've i read the Breitbart uh, news sites. Um, Big Hollywood has been one of the ones I've followed um, for a couple years. Um, Michael Moriarty, a friend of mine, writes on there. Um, in case you um, don't know, he's the guy who played the district attorney on Law & Order. Uh, back when it first started in, in the early 1990s and late uh, 1980s um, anyway that's here or there my point is Breitbart was a great conservative leader and folks we need to honor his legacy by taking Barack Obama in the, in the liberal establishment and crushing them politically. I'm not saying for anyone to go kill Barack Obama. That's not my gig. But the left has been crushing us financially. They have been taking away our constitutional rights. This new health care bill, it just keeps getting worse and worse. The more the more we find out about what's in it, the more crap we step in. It's n- it's gonna be a soon This was me before I started in person a lot. By unless we by stop way. Barack Obama's regime. I was So to my fellow I was a youth good boy. To my back fellow then. members of the conservative youth movement, you know who you are. It's time to take action. The time to be silent is no more. I have been harassed multiple times by young members at my high school who are liberals who pal around with Occupy Wall Street and the Occupy movement. They've bullied us long enough. It's time to give them a taste of their own medicine. We're not going to become bat- as bad as they are with the filthy language, but we're going to let them know that we're not going to take it anymore. We're going to expose them for what they are. For those of you who don't know me, uh, you can find my show on Blog Talk Radio. Blog, um, Search the Whitfield Analysis. You'll find me. Also, my website is theanalysisnow.wordpress.com. You can find me there. I look forward to hearing from some of the conservative and some of the liberals who will obviously send me hate mail. To which I say I will retweet my hates just like Breitbart did. I will read my hate mail aloud on which my podcast. Which still show. do on occasion, by the way. We are going to expose you for what you are peacefully, nonviolently, but we're still going to expose you. You won't be able to get away with murder any longer. Say so to my fellow patriots, "Good night, God bless, God bless America, stay strong, America." I love this country so much, and I'm not gonna let let the leftist, communist, liberal scum like George Soros Uh-oh. and Barack Obama ruin it any longer. Uh oh, I I said. So that's obviously another reason why I never uh went viral. Okay, now for
4: our final speaker of the day, we were chatting after lunch. Uh we think it was three or maybe four years ago that she left.
1: Okay, what? I did not know that autoplay was on. That's weird, but uh Hmm. So yeah, that was my uh that was one of my first videos that I uh did on the you on the youtubes
2: and um yeah
1: yeah so i i was i was based from the uh get go so uh yeah
2: and yeah i, I yeah i i was
1: a I uh, i was a neocon in the beginning uh Jace, but that. That changed, uh. Well, that changed after I, uh. That changed after I moved down here. And I'll get to that in a. I'll get to that in a bit, but, uh. Believe it or not, that. I. So looking back, that video was cringe, but at the time, I thought I had developed, like, A masterpiece, right? This was me at 17. I thought I was hot shit for making that video. I thought I was, you know... I thought I was... You know, the next big thing to happen. And, um... Like I said, I joined uh, a few other, uh... You know, smaller conservative youth podcasting networks... And uh it worked out well for a bit. And then uh, you know, after I graduated way to high school, I came down here and uh I got reestablished. So
2: let me um
1: I actually found my first show that I did down here in Florida.
2: And this was around the time that I
1: I was on one of the first like YouTube channels. I was part of a network where we were doing like audio and video. So I've I've been doing kind of like the multi-stream thing for a while. Um So let me see, ladies and gentlemen, if I can find that. Oh yeah, see Here's my old uh header. I still do use this channel on occasion, but it's mainly it's it's mainly to watch like non-political stuff now actually. It's it's funny. But anyway,
2: um let's see. Did I did I put my first radio show on here? Did I put my first broadcast from Florida down here? I think I did. Um let's See Um, okay, so... Hmm. Some of these videos are out of order, I, I think. That's... That's weird. Eh. Yeah. Okay. Um... Oh, here here's one of them. So, keep in mind,
1: I'm doing a show via Radio at this point, which sounds like crap. And I'm using, I guess, like an early version of OBS like a very early version of OBS and I'm using a, a Yeti microphone to broadcast as well. So, I don't even know if I could, I don't even know if I had figured out how to like share a uh, a screen yet, um, but let me see here. Let me jump in here a few minutes into it because I know that like the first few minutes of it is just me like playing music or something in commercial article that I have that he's the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia uh, recently submitted uh, an, this was right around the time that like Putin was, I think like threatening Obama with like war or something. And Obama did like his non existent line in the sand thing. And uh this is fun. I, I I can't even remember what I thought of this back when so this is like time traveling. So let's see. Bed, an opinion editorial uh to the new to the New York Times. Uh to the New York Times, and what's creepy about uh, about this, or I wouldn't say what, what's creepy, but what's interesting is I can I, I can't believe I'm I already say this, but I actually agree somewhat with uh, the New York Times and the President of Russia, Vladimir Putin, on this one. Uh, Anyway, folks, (laughs) let me read this uh, editorial (laughs) to you. Uh, By the way, a huge... uh, I just want to give a quick shout-out to uh, Tim Arthur, who is a friend of uh, Mike Garkar and Derek Anders. He's a a friend of theirs, and he... uh, I follow him on Facebook, and um, he had this okay jumping in to the not, to, to the united states and to the american people so theoretically what i should have done is what i'm doing now which is displaying stuff on the um you know screen with obs like i should have i should have had my uh I should have my camera like in a lower third and I should have had my desktop on screen as well. Like I do for articles now, but most people back then were just turning, we're just tuning into the audio of this. Um, and the way blocks took Radio would work was you would have like a live chat, much like people do on YouTube and people would comment in that way. So, I would post links in the blog talk radio chat and people would just go read the articles themselves. But, uh, yeah, this was kind of the precursor to all that. Uh, from Moscow. So, anyway, he starts it off this way. And no, I'm not going to read this in a Russian accent. A, I can't do a Russian accent. Mine sucks. I... Oh, so this is, so this is another thing. I, so I used to, it's probably a good thing that these that these aren't on YouTube, although, you know, now that I mentioned people will probably try and find this, but if I was ever dealing with like, uh, let's say if I was reading articles from France or Britain or even Mexico, I, I would try, I, I still do this with like the, the Guardian, but every once in a while I would try and read like with a French accent or with a British accent I once tried to read with a Spanish accent and it yeah it turned out to be like the worst thing ever thank God there's not video of that there is audio though so if you want to hunt that down on the depths of the web I'm sure you can find that somewhere But B, to do it for an entire page and a half, or however this thing uh, plays out to be, would be really hard to do. So, anyway. Alright, let me read this. M. Recent events surrounding Syria have prompted me to speak directly to the American people and their political leaders. It is important to do so, at a time of insufficient communication between our societies. So, right there, folks, before I continue on, and I promise I won't interrupt this column too much, but right there, folks, he admits that we have insufficient communication, and that is not good if we are going to go into conflict With uh, one of Russia's allies. Just uh, pointing that out. Alright. And again this is young. This is young neocon me. Relations between us. Have passed through different stages. We stood against each other. During the cold war. But we were also allies once. And defeated the Nazis together. The universal international organization. Uh, also known as the United Nations, was then established to prevent such devastation from happening again. <clears throat> the United Nations. I'm looking at the chat on. My, I'm looking at our fashion, chat on my phone, by the way. So that's why. That's why my by phone. Consensus. And oh. with America's consent. And with America's consent, the veto by Security Council permanent members was enshrined in the United Nations charter. And the profound wisdom of this the profound wisdom of this has underpinned the stability of international relations for decades. Next paragraph. No one wants the United Nations to suffer the fate of the League of Nations, which collapsed because it lacked real leverage. Eh, I kind of do, still. This is possible... And again, folks, I really want you to uh, listen to this. In fact, I want you to mentally highlight this as I read it. This is possible... If influential countries bypass the United Nations and take military action without Security Council authorization, which the United States has not done yet, they have not—they have not even sought okay. UN Security Council resolution. As far as I have, uh, in a battle for democracy. You say his name. And the Islamic State of Iraq ends us all. So, you guys get the point. It was me, uh, generally just, like, um, you know, reading articles on stream. And that was what I did a lot of in Denver, too. It was mainly just me breaking down, uh... You know news articles in a room by myself i i didn't have i didn't really have like that much of a live chat then so it was just me in a room uh you know by myself talking to a- the wall and uh let's see eighty two views on that video lovely um
2: so yeah that that's uh That's another uh thing. Oh. Now here is um
1: Now here is uh one interview that I did with a uh gentleman by the name of Dan Sandini. Dan Dan Sandini has been on the uh on the live stream podcast uh before, but I've had him He's actually been a recurring guest, and this is the first podcast I did with him. He uh, he actually worked with Andrew Breitbart in um, Portland, Oregon, and uh, he was kind of instrumental in helping build an audience as well. Welcome back to the Field Analysis, folks. Joining me now is Dan Sandini from Daylight Disinfectant. You can follow Dan on Twitter, at Daylight Dis, and his YouTube channel is Daylight Disinfectant. So, Dan, welcome to the Field Analysis. How are you today? I'm doing really
0: well. How are you, Sam? Thanks for the call.
1: Good. Um, thank you for joining me. So, first of all, i um, how – Yes, I just like um, my own video. Did you get started in grassroots mm-hmm. journalism? Oh,
0: it was interesting. So shortly after the election of Barack Obama in 2008, uh, it was early 2009, um, I was very disenchanted. I was not very politically involved before that, but I had listened to enough of what Barack Obama had to say and um I just knew I had to do something that – uh, the country as I knew it was in jeopardy and that this guy was a trained Marxist uh, and that I had to do something and I knew signs wasn't my thing. And, and someone was looking for a, uh, a videographer for a project here in Portland. And uh, I saw that on Facebook and I had this old Nikon camera that I still carry a cool pics. I think it's like the eight megapixel one that has a video function on it. And I took that down and made a video and I was really psyched, so i i um, i I started doing that, and uh, some folks uh, started putting me in touch with. I got put in touch with James O'Keefe and Andrew Breitbart, and you know, as Occupy fired up, and I was I was more than a t- we had a huge Tea Party rally, and uh, there were a couple of different videos that got me started that were big. Um, one, I was assaulted at a John Kitzhaber event back in 2010 uh, for refusing to stop videoing. Um, and you can see that just google just google uh, it's not on my main channel it's on a separate channel you just google Arbor salt and you'll see that my bunch of thugs one came and sat on either side of me in the church and then one of them finally punched my camera into my face well, luckily there was a friend of mine that was also there with a the camera so he caught it on film Breitbart liked that video and put it up And, uh, we'll see. And so that was a fairly big video for me. And then there's, you know, several other ones that are out there on my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash daylight disinfectant. And I invite your readers to, or your listeners to go out there and, and take a look at those videos. But that was my first really big one. I caught Michael Moore down here one time. It's another big video on my channel. Um, so yeah, I just started doing it and it's snowballed ever since, you know, I have a 700 square foot apartment and it's now, you know, half filled with audio video, <laughs> it's just a hobby of mine. So yeah. So there you go.
1: So that's, that's great. And I, I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're out there. So um going back about a year, actually. So how did the Occupy movement, would you say, get started? Because there's still a lot of myth about them out so- there. I, I feel like Not a lot of people actually understand what Occupy really is.
0: Yeah, it was set up. It was a setup. Okay, so if you and I really invite your your listeners to go and watch. It is free on uh, Amazon Prime if they have Amazon Prime. And it's also out on Netflix, I believe, now, too. Uh, But watch the movie Occupy Unmasked. And you will, see, you will read and hear, I mean, you will hear about the origins of the Occupy movement, which go way back in the history of the United States of America. But really, it was a setup event which catalyzed it, okay, in, uh, on Wall Street. And it was a setup event by a New York Times reporter to go and occupy one of the bridges to block. Their objective was to get arrested that day, and they made it look like. And that's been exposed by emails that they that that uh, Breitbart found out about. That, that it was a whole setup to begin with. Anyway, the Times reporter went in there knowing she was going to get arrested. I don't recall her name offhand, Sam. Natasha but, uh, Leonard. Ah, uh, maybe perhaps. Um and so from that came came out uh it sounds familiar to him. Um some that from that really came out of a lot of the emotion that was there, but I think
1: Yeah, I was really big into uh investigating Occupy Wall Street back in the day. So yeah, twenty fourteen, so yeah, I, I had just moved down here and Occupy Wall Street was still a thing. I mean, they still are. They just go under uh, the umbrella of Antifa now, um, and unlike you know, unlike the uh, you know the Proud Boys, you know Antifa and Occupy Wall Street are a, a terrorist group. I'm, now I'm not saying I'm a fan of the Proud Boys. I think I think the Proud Boys are cringe, but uh, you know I don't. I think they're dumb. They're not. Uh, terrorists per se. But yeah. And uh I don't know if I want to play the entirety of this uh interview, but um it is a good one, so I will link that in the uh show notes of the podcast for you guys and in the show notes once the, once the stream is over. Also, you know, Here's me. Still, uh... Still kind of baby-faced a little bit, but uh, you know, looking good. And, uh, yes, I've also always worn blazers, too. On stream. Although I haven't... I haven't worn one within the past year on this stream. But, uh... Anyway. So, um... I don't really have any other clips that I want to play in um, specific order. One thing I do want to do, though, is I want to... uh, Well, let me turn back on the donations, the Streamlabs
2: donations, first of all. and woo okay yeah let me turn
1: turn back on the uh the stream Labs donations and let me also uh stop sc- streaming my uh screen. Okay, so uh donations are unpaused, so if you guys would like to uh you know donate again, feel free to. But in the meantime, um folks I do want to uh take a few moments here just really to express my gratitude um to all of you who have uh you know, joined me as uh, podcast listeners and supporters over the years, whether you've been with me for, uh, you know, all 14 years, as I know some of the podcast listeners are, or whether you are just joining me for the first time today. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, You guys are the Uh, best audience that anyone could ask for, even, um, you know, in some of my uh, cringer moments, I really appreciate you guys uh, sticking by me, whether it be through uh, politics or through the, uh, you know, through the whole crazy, uh, you know, internet blood sports Owen Benjamin saga that I got sucked into, or... Uh, whether it be the kind of the comics gate slash culture war uh, thing as well. I really appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, you guys are awesome. What can I say? So, uh, you know, and and also I wasn't really going to to share this, but um, I've also had a few uh, people email me or uh, DM me. And uh, one... Well, not one, but I actually had two people and I couldn't believe this, but one person uh, DM'd me and said that uh my podcast and my live stream helped them get through quarantine, uh, which, you know... I'm, I'm glad I was able to help said person, uh, get through quarantine because, uh, it was a bit rough for all of us and believe me, you guys, you guys helped, uh, me get through that period of time, uh, to last year. So I greatly appreciate that. Um, another person DM'd me and I, I, I won't go into sp- into specifics, but this happened not too long ago. Um, person messaged me and said that, uh, I kept them
2: from, uh, killing themselves. That,
1: uh, one of my shows, it was specifically one I had done on, uh, Pushing through hard times and persevering. It was one of the old ones I had done from, like, 2015. um, That that podcast in particular, like, they stumbled upon it and that it saved... uh, You know, that it kept them from going down a dark path.
2: And, um... I...
1: you know even now i don't really know what to, to what to say to that other than wow you know i'm just a guy who's here to uh you know comment on issues of the day uh do comedy uh mock you know public figures mock the internet mock myself on occasion as i'm doing here tonight um but for you know i'm not anyone who i'm not a motivational speaker and i'm certainly not you know i'm not tony robbins or anyone who you know should be um you know necessarily motivating people like that's not my goal
2: here um but
1: the fact that someone was uh you know, inspired to, to keep going because of my show, and the fact that I, I've been a comfort to you know, to not just one person but to several of you who have, who have written me, um, and you know, to hear that this individual decided not to take their life because they heard my show. I mean, that's that's something that you don't hear every day. And,
2: you know, I don't share that to say, look at me, I'm such a great guy. I,
1: I say that because I bring it up because that was like one of those, wow, moments for me. I guess this show is a lot more than I
2: thought it was. And, uh,
1: you know, if said listener is out there, you know, watching this and live stream or on the part on the, uh, podcast archive, uh, I, I appreciate you sticking around and, you know, I hope you're doing well. And I, I hope you're doing, uh, I hope you're doing better and, you know, thanks for supporting the show and, you know, I, I'm sure, I know I'm not the only one who appreciates it, but I'm sure that your friends and your family, you know, also appreciate you sticking around too. And, um. You know, so it means a lot to me that I was able to help you in whatever small way that I could, even though I didn't, really, I didn't really do anything other than just, you know, maybe entertain you. Um, and that's, you know, and that's the other thing is, yeah, this is the internet. Yeah, there are there are shady, you know. There are shady communities, there are areas of the internet where you don't want to get involved in, obviously, but there are other areas and I find this I find this to be the case with podcast communities where um you know especially some of the smaller podcast communities where you where you uh where you start listening or you start watching a person's live stream and it becomes a community. And in some cases, it even starts to become like a family um there have been uh sorry, I had to adjust my headband there there have been um i mean there have been podcast communities that like i'm I've been a part of where I've seen people get married and I've seen people announce uh you know, pregnancies and whatnot. That was how the, uh, that was how the old Gavin McGinnis discord was before it got, uh, you know, banned. There was a, there was a num there was a tight number of us that got, you know, in early and we were kind of the initial 50 users and we kind of, you know, got to know each other real well and, there were a couple of kids that came into the world along the way and that was three that was three years ago now and it you know it dawned on me that this community is similar. So uh anyway, let's see here. Uh hey, Fat heck Boy, thanks for the uh five dollar donation. Speaking of this community, um like I said, um you guys really are, are the best.
2: So,
1: uh, yeah, I just, uh, I love you guys. I really, uh, I really do. And with that in mind, if any of you, uh, if any of you guys would like to, uh, you know, call into the stream now, I guess, uh, would be the time to, I'm going to, uh, drop a link to the, uh, discord server here. So that you guys uh you know can hop in if you uh care to and comment on the uh
2: goings about so let me let me get the uh stream link here for you guys and. Yes, I know dead air all right i yeah I generally don't post uh the discord link um openly, but I figure since I'm here tonight um, you know people can pop in. So, and I, I don't know where, I don't know where Gamut where Apex
1: is tonight. He was, uh, he was here earlier, but, uh, let, let me, let me read some of the, uh, comments here, so, uh, Sausen says, that was not as cringe as possible. You can do Cringer, game, set, match. Well, you're on, you're on, Sausen. I will... Try and be cringier if, uh, possible. Uh, Jay says, ha, been with you since around 2018. Um, that's right. And the the funny thing about Jayce and I is, Jayce and I actually, uh, we met in a Discord that was, you know, completely unrelated to politics or anything. And he and I just kind of started talking and, uh, I told him I did a podcast and he asked me to to explain what what it was, so I told him and uh that's the other thing is when you meet listeners and Jesus isn't the only one, but I've met listeners who have um who've like been in other Discords
2: that I'm in. Um
1: that don't know it's me, but they've listened to the show. So that's, uh, that's interesting. Um,
2: but, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I, and I don't, I don't think there's a possibility of a, of a raid, of a raid, Jace, because, not, I mean, not unless, not unless I get a hundred, like, live Concurrent viewers, all of a sudden, and they all start uh rating me. But usually, I turn off the live chat um archive after the show so people people can't uh watch the live chat. Although, some people on YouTube have commented that they uh like when I leave the live chat archive on for for what reason, and I don't get that. Why you guys
2: missed the live stream there uh there's nothing there's nothing for you guys but uh while well, we're waiting for some people to call in um i did see someone sent me this video of Ah, uh, boy. So, uh, someone sent me this meme video earlier today. Yeah,
1: Yeah, now, yeah, now I'm stealing, uh, Jeremy's bit. Uh Jeremy from Interest of Stuff
2: Since I'm playing TikTok video on here as it were. So, uh, some of you have seen this, some of you guys haven't, but, uh, evidently, I focus this more. Okay. So
1: evidently, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, someone posted a meme of Trump golfing and hitting Biden in the in the head, and that's why Biden fell off the stairs. And, and apparently now, according to the left, this is a uh, you know this is basically the same thing as like a uh, domestic terrorism you know, call to action or something like that. I don't know anymore. Now that, yeah, that's a funny That is a funny meme, but I don't see how it incites violence. And by the way, how do you fall up how do
2: you fall up the stairs? That's what I that's what that's what I wanna know. And you know how how do you fall that that is actually impressive for Biden to fall up the stairs. Um and yeah, he's he's totally uh you know, healthy Totally healthy folks. Nothing wrong with him at all what whatsoever.
1: Uh, okay, there have been there have been a couple memes like this.
0: 저쪽 정신을 차릴지. 강남동직에서
2: 이 저쪽 정신을 차릴지.
3: 비겁한
0: 여러 과설을
1: Okay, that's not uh and eh, that that's not the best meme, but that's not necessarily again that that's still a meme, folks. Not necessarily the same thing as um inciting violence, but you know, hey, we are in the era, era where you know, memes are the same thing as inciting violence, I guess.
2: So, I don't know. Uh, Let's see. Uh Sam Streamlabs is not letting me uh donate Larry says um
1: I I don't know that's a little weird that's a little weird there yeah um Streamlabs let me go and check here real quick
2: Larry Um, seems to be working for me. Yeah, I mean I'm
1: I'm seeing it as being fine. Maybe it's uh maybe it's PayPal or some or something, but
2: um should be working. So let's see. Um Speaking of Streamlabs, by the way. Thanks for the, uh, some, it says that someone else subscribed to the channel. So thanks for that as well. So let's see. What else do we have here
1: i i wonder where uh i wonder where apex went as well that's uh i'm almost surprised that he's not here uh,
2: Welcome back to the field knowledge. All righty, um... Okay. There we are.
1: Okay, so I guess, uh... I guess the big question is, folks, where do we, uh, where do we go from here on the, um, on the podcast and what are the,
2: what are the plans for the future? Right? Um,
1: Basically folks, I am going to try and do and still do some uh political commentary. I still do plan on uh doing that whenever possible. And uh don't get me wrong, we still have a lot to cover in terms of the uh in terms of the Biden administration, so we're not going anywhere in terms of that. Um but right now I am working on a few uh interviews um and getting some people on the
2: show. Um a couple of
1: people I can't name quite right yet. But uh I'm also going to be going on some other podcasts uh in about another week or so. Jacob Downey Who is, uh, he does, kind of does like a
2: podcast slash, um, he
1: has a whole thing with jewels and whatnot. Um, he's going to have me on his live stream to kind of, uh, shoot the shit about comedy and, uh, pop culture. And he wants to interview me about my podcast. So that'll be interesting.
2: Um, And I'm
1: still waiting to hear back from him on that. And then, um, I'm going to be, uh, I don't, there are still a few things I can't really announce yet. So let me, let me put it that way, but we're going to be doing, uh, you know, more stuff on Patreon as well. So, uh. Patreon.com forward slash uh Whitfield report. And by the way, shout out to Sauson and Bruce City for uh you know in fact Kick Boy for being my patrons. We're gonna have some more exclusive content over there as well.
2: And um Yeah. So
1: that's kind that's kind of the plan for right now. And uh should be
2: pretty good. Uh alrighty, shall we um
1: I know this is my uh anniversary show, but with all um this being said, I suppose that while we are waiting for uh people to jump in here um
2: there there are some uh news topics
1: of note that are worth uh covering currently one of them uh that I know people have asked me about is this whole um Oh, actually, as it turns out, we have a, uh, we have someone who popped in. So, uh, hey, Jeremy, how are you doing?
4: Good, yourself?
1: I'm doing well, Jeremy. What's, uh, what's shaking?
4: Oh, living the dream. How about yourself? Congratulations.
1: Thank you living the uh, living the dream here too for the most part it's been a busy week uh it's been a busy two weeks actually but uh it, spring is finally here it's looking like but uh
4: busy good yeah and about
1: that in the same boat yeah and uh, i i mean i've i've been trying to to- to tune into uh interest of stuff but I, most of my nights have been busy working on a final project. So... Yeah. I've been... I
4: totally... And our schedule...
2: Drywall's got me all fucked up. Yeah, that's
1: just... That's just the way things are... Uh, going. But, uh...
4: Yeah, when streaming doesn't pay the bills, you can do something else, right?
1: Yeah. But... Speaking of, uh, stuff that's, uh, you know, that could be paying the bills soon, um, are you, um, are you doing the, uh, Audible thing yet, or, uh, did I let the cat out of the bag on?
4: Oh, stuff? no, still doing it. Um, the first book is still going through, what is it, the approval process, through, so, uh, we're two weeks... 30 days, so two more weeks until this book is available for purchase. And I'll be giving out coupon codes for a free copy over on stuff or at Twitter. So make sure you follow me there, and I'll give out a coupon code here. And uh, the second book is pretty much done. Uh, the author fucked up one line written version so i'm gonna go back and edit that i'm not lazy and then i'll get that all submitted and then another 30 days submit that so call that like 40 days and the second will be available yeah and uh the written copy sold real cheap three bucks in copy so i'm hoping the audible copy will probably sell for five so they'll be affordable,
2: <laughs> very quick, and pretty. Like now,
1: now, for those who aren't familiar uh, with Jeremy and the interest of of stuff, I I don't know how how would you describe your your show? Like a the best way <laughs> I the best way I would describe is like Howard Stern meets tick, TikTok or something like that. <laughs>
4: Uh I guess the best way I'd still describe it ever evolving but I mean yeah. what you just said recently but it's definitely something that changes week to month to month uh, I mean we're still learning we don't have 14 not all of us are veterans we're still fucking
1: Yeah well I, I well I'll, I'll tell you this this is the this is the interesting thing you, YouTube is still I mean, I've I've been at this for a while, but YouTube is really the new is something that I'm still learning because, I mean, like I said, when I when I started this whole thing, and I, I, I think you and I have had conversations about this because I know you used you, you used to uh, stream on Castbox, and Correct. doing doing a YouTube live stream is different than doing like an audio only.
4: stream. Oh, far different. A lot more parts.
1: So, yeah, I mean, so I've been doing it for a while, but in reality, I've only been doing the the YouTube stuff for maybe at, like, you know, five years at the most, and a lot of, and really, it's only been in, like, the last two that I've actually kind of figured out what I'm doing in terms of OBS and all of that stuff. So.
4: Yeah, there's definitely There's a lot of cutting, and trying to figure it all out for sure.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know, you're you're at least you're at least nice about it. JJ J. J. Stoner though would be like, you've got to fix this <laughs> and got to fix <laughs> yep. you've got to fix that. So
4: to be honest, he's been a huge help when it video and stuff trying to figure out you know, trying to bug all of that. Yeah. Um, and he, he knows his way around to OBS. I mean I still use um just because I have the, whatever you call it, the subscription to that. Um and it's, it's they make it a little bit more but I plan on doing a lot more uh written content, I guess you would say. I try to show work and get everything the videos downloaded that but it doesn't happen to go but yeah. I think once drywall really comes I'll have a little bit more time. I'd like to do my whole dream for it is kind of like Tosh, oh, Ray William Johnson style where I have the bits pre watched and uh you know jokes pre-written, but that's a crazy work that'll be a one.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm kind of in, I'm kind of in a similar boat because, I mean, I've been covering politics for a uh, for a long time. One of one of my other big passions is, uh, you know, movie reviews, and I I've wanted to do, do like live uh, movie critiques, but the the biggest problem is is. With YouTube, if you even, like use you know any sort of source material even if it's you know even if it's under fair use, they don't give a shit and they they tend to uh you know copyright strike you almost immediately, and you have to deal well, with they...
4: wouldn't twitch be the place for because they're owned by Amazon and they do the watch party. So anything that's on the Amazon Prime is fair for you can stream any Amazon Prime and do a watch party.
1: I've I I know that that's I know that that's possible. I just don't know if like if like re-live streaming it to your audience is possible. I I've, I've heard mix I've heard mixed things on on Twitch. But uh I mean I I actually I I did a I did a Twitch stream once like a year or two ago and I'm not even really much of a gamer but it was entertaining um So yeah your your thing with your thing with the audio books you you you're mostly doing uh are you are you writing books yourselves or are you mostly narrating other people's uh
4: Oh but... yeah, no, I'm not t- to write. I'm a terrible writer. <laughs> so I'm just narrating other people's stuff and I always go for uh satirical or parody stuff and uh, that's what the first two books are. They're a parody on uh, the Trump administration really focusing on Mike Pence himself.
1: Well, well, more specifically from what I understand, uh, erotic erotic fiction with with Mike
4: yeah I go for erotic and that's how I found this and yeah it is erotica but the like the sex scene always comes in late in the story so it'll maybe take up the last half of the book but uh the comedy is heavy it's more comedy
2: yeah
1: yeah, I, I I mean I've 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 heard a few snippets of some of those and they they definitely are more uh comedically related. That's for sure.
4: Yeah, I'm partnered up with really he comes up with some funny cool. shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, well that that that's way to do. I I actually I actually did write a uh I actually did write a short story uh a few years ago and I published and I, I did it. I did like a, I did like a terrorism like type, like thriller. And, and a friend of mine wrote like a zombie, uh, novel. And basically we, I mean, admittedly it's, it's terrible, but we basically just, we both published it so that we could put like author in our Twitter bio. And then we, and then we kind of did oh, like a yeah. uh, a thing of like who would who would outsell more, and uh, amazingly, my my little crappy store actually sold more than his whole novel did.
2: <laughs> nice.
1: But uh, yeah, the yeah the audible thing was uh <laughs> was interesting as like an author doing the doing the reviews because like I. Because like I had a couple of different voices in mind, and then um, some guy from Minnesota actually ended up like offering to do it for uh, you know for like splitting of the royalty, and I was like okay, and he, he actually did like a he actually did like a halfway decent job, but then um, but then like uh, it was it was painfully obvious to, like, everyone that he was from Minnesota, too. So...
4: The accent was heavy.
1: Yeah, yeah, it... it yeah, it, it actually it actually makes this real, like... It actually makes, like, this really serious-toned book uh fucking hilarious to listen to on, uh, Audible. So, <laughs> so um... And
2: yeah. that was quite some
4: time ago, though. You were in... That would back have been
1: back in the game old That well, that I think. Let me let me let me see here. I think. Let me see. When when did I publish that? Also, um, I I recently found out that my podcast is actually on Audible. Is actually on Audible now. That's that's uh, weird and interesting. I guess. I guess Audible's going for the uh they're getting into into the podcast space now too, just like uh, everyone else is.
2: Yeah, it makes sense long enough.
1: Yeah, I actually I will say this. I actually subscribed to Audible and it um
2: it used to be Overkill um,
1: but now that they've added like titles that you have with your subscription, already I think it's I think it's worth it,
4: yeah, sure, I mean it's a hefty price tag to throw in too what is it like, a month for audible
1: it's 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 uh it's fourteen bucks a month if you're a student. You can get it for ten bucks, bucks a month. But um,
4: yeah, that's that's kind of brutal. Because think about it, Hulu like five dollars. Uh, Disney Plus is like seven dollars. Like, they're really, pricing high. Yeah, I mean the,
1: I mean I guess the good thing is is like once once you get like an automobile book, you can keep it. But uh, you know, yeah, it it is.
2: It is, uh, you know, it's damn steep.
4: I mean, if you got half a brain, you can rip every fucking show that you really care about off of platforms.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, and people have done that on. People, people do that all the time with Netflix, um, too.
4: Oh, I'm going to start doing Spotify ads. Because I just recently got back into Joe Rogan. I mean, I've had Spotify ever at this point. That's my longest description. Um, You know what's fucked up, too? On Spotify, I just started using it again to listen to Joe Rogan when I ran out of shit, especially on the weekends to listen to um, while I'm at work and shit. So I've been listening into Joe Rogan and around people. He's had some good ones on. Fucking terrible. Demi Lovato's a... fuck that bitch.
1: What wait but, um wait yeah, he had he had Demi Lovato on his show.
4: Today, yeah, that one Ugh. after the first fifteen minutes I hated her so much I had to fucking finish. But the most fucked up thing about Spotify is even though you pay for the fucking subscription they do that uh serious thing where you still get fucking commercials. Like you fast forward commercials, still get fucking commercials. I was like, I'm paying you guys fucking $10 a month and fucking commercials? Are you kidding me right now? I was ready to fucking blow up the whole thing and cancel yeah. my sub, but uh,
1: you you know what my you know what my biggest pet peeve is with with Spotify with uh Rogan going over to Spotify is the fact that you cannot uh, get push notifications or Spotify when there when there are, when there are new episodes of the of the show. You can you can with every single other podcast app. You can you know you can choose whether or not to get notifications for certain shows and whatnot. But but Spotify does not allow that option. And for me, like if I see that Joe has someone on specifically and i get a notification then then i'm more likely to tune in but i don't want to have to check i don't want to have to check every day that's kind of become a pain in the ass
4: jim off the fucking deep end (laughs) jim brewer and he was talking about fucking uh like mind control shit how the fucking government media is just uh, brainwashing everybody by playing news constantly and the shit that they decide to focus on. He wasn't way off base with what he was saying. Uh, I just didn't expect it to come
2: from <laughs> Yeah,
1: it's um yeah, I I started listening to the Jim Brewer podcast and I liked it that the last um, the, the last Full Rogan episode I tuned into was um was the Elon uh appearance that Elon did just about like a month or two ago.
4: Not the broke the but the, the one in February. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I haven't gotten yet. I'm working my way back right now.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. Joe Rogan is one of those guys where, like, there are moments where I'll be like a big fan of his, and then, like, six months later, I'm like, "Eh, he's annoying me," or, or something, or something kind kind of like how, how people feel about this show, oddly enough. <laughs> so,
4: small doses are the best.
2: Yeah. But I mean, hey, he he's got the uh, he's got the Spotify money.
4: Yeah, he made his fucking Howard Stern bucks. Good.
1: Well, and, the, and the, well, and that's the other thing is I uh, I you know I know I said that your show was a lot like Howard Stern, but now now I think about it, when I when I say that I mean old Howard Stern because now um I actually ha- I actually have SiriusXM on the app and I've tuned in Howard Stern and he's he's gotten really bland um from what he used to be. Um and as he's, he's gotta
4: keep that fucking what is whatever it is, the stars what's that called? Dancing with the stars, American whatever stars. Oh
2: yeah. yeah. Yeah, to I mean, play nice. Yeah, I mean, I,
1: I, I suppose that, I suppose that's true, but then, I mean, he's also, he's also Howard Stern, though. I mean, I, I feel like he's, of course, maybe not now, but I feel like he, I feel like for a while, he's, he still could have gotten away with a lot of stuff and, uh, you know. I just feel like maybe he caved a little soon. So,
2: does he still
4: show any or having somebody else on the show penetrate them with random objects around the show? No, I, I no. I think, <laughs> I
1: think I think it, I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty. You know, he's pretty much kind of settled down on that. Now, now, now he does. Now all he does is rant about how uh, Trump's the- <laughs> how trump became president because uh he was president and um or now how he made trump president by coming on by trump coming on to his show and uh i'm like yeah those aren't delusions of grandeur
4: at all,
2: That's right?
1: Uh, And you could
4: say that about a bunch of different radio shows that had Trump on before he was president.
1: Yeah. Well, and, uh, and, I mean, and he also, Stern made a claim that that he made Lady Lady Gaga famous. And uh, that was another one where I'm like, where I'm like, I, I don't remember where I first heard Lady Gaga, but it wasn't from Howard Stern, that's for sure.
2: Uh, what? Hey, fat Cake boy, what's up?
4: You're lurking.
1: He's he's just lurking. Apex Apex was Apex was gonna come in tonight, and then he just he just vanished. He was there at the very beginning of the show, and then uh, he just vanished completely. He got
4: high as fuck, or passed out, or.
2: Yeah, or he or
1: he uh you know or or he or he got into or he got into some uh he got himself wrapped in, in like a uh in a Mexican taco or something like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's
4: spending a lot of time over in the road. He's been real wrapped up with those bitches. Mm-hmm.
2: Or he got
1: uh or he got so stoned that he forgot to come on the show. So <laughs> that's happened a few times, so and uh oh shout out to uh Scorpio and uh Nacho and Starshine in the chat. Thanks for popping in. So
2: um <laughs> Now no the big que-
1: the big question, Jeremy, that everyone wants oh. that everyone wants now. Is uh is uh how did you, how did you rub Sonny into doing the show? I've actually got questions about that and I don't know.
4: <laughs> it took a solid year, pretty much, to talk her into it. Um She's actually right next to me. What 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 sold you on doing
2: the fucking full show with me? Cause like I still don't love it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't really know. I think um,
3: we were just to do a thing together, and I didn't want you to have to do it by yourself. But it's definitely not my arena in general. It's yours. I mean.
4: So I was pathetic enough by myself that you're like, I must save him. <gasps>
2: Because you did, you did well on it. I know you didn't feel that, but I don't think you did. You definitely, you know, um, had people wanting to talk or
3: just from your own. Which made me very uncomfortable. I'm not a prank call kind of person. I'm not a watch horrible shit on the internet in general kind of person. Like, I don't even... Do social media like I don't put shit in my brain. It's not like
2: <laughs> yeah, you know. You don't consume. Shit. I just like you know, like like meditate on the good things in life and yeah, you know what I mean. So it just <clears throat> wasn't my oh. all. Oh. What? I don't Thank know. You. Yeah. So yeah, I think Can you <laughs>
1: hear me? Yeah, we got some Oh yeah, feedback.
2: we can we can hear you now. What's up, fat chick boy?
1: Evening. Evening. So what's going on? Oh, not much. Just uh just so just celebrating 14 years of uh podcasting and uh just hang just hanging out with you guys. We've got 10 podcast We've got 10 people in the chat and uh 14 years, damn. So Yeah, that that's that's the other thing. Someone called yeah,
3: yeah, I heard y'all were talking about I was to say y'all I heard some about y'all were talking about uh Howard Stern. Yeah. We- uh, my question well, here's my question: Are any, how many of you are surprised that Howard Stern has outlasted Opie and Anthony? Uh,
1: I actually am surprised. Never
4: should have happened. Way better.
3: Yeah, never hap- should have happened. But it did. I mean, to be honest. I think it was bo- Opie and Anthony were bound to split anyway. I mean. The one piece that held him together was Patrice O'Neal, and ever since he died, it kinda of slowly deteriorated.
1: Well, to be honest, I'm not really I was never really a fan of Opie per se. I was always more of an I was always more of an Anthony. Fan. Yeah.
3: Yeah, Anthony oh, and Jimmy. Shot. Now here's the, here's the thing with Opie. Opie just got lucky. He got on he got he's like he got hooked up with the golden goose that was Anthony Cumia. And Jim Norton.
4: So, Opie got lucky. It wasn't, you know, the years that he did with Brother Wee in Rochester. It wasn't the fucking years that he went to broadcast. He just got lucky.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Anthony was a fucking back
4: fucking (laughs) tin-knocking. He had some talent.
3: Oh, Anthony was funny. (laughs) I mean, really... If you really think about it, Opie and Anthony was a four-piece show. It was Opie, Anthony, Jim Norton, and Patrice O'Neill. It was pretty much a four-piece show, really.
4: Okay, but when Opie was on for the last year there, he was killing it with Carl Rubin. If Carl didn't fucking die from a cocaine overdose, it would have been... We were talking about... Oh, sad. I don't know if you followed it all to, all the way to the end, but Carl Ruiz, when he found him, he was fucking killing it, doing a real good
2: show.
1: Yeah, I um, I don't I don't really remember Carl's era all that much, uh, to be honest. In a in a in O I remember, uh, I do remember the incident when, uh, Anthony got fired from Sirius for those tweets, allegedly. But... And then
4: there was a year of Opie and Jimmy. And then after Opie and Jimmy split, then, uh, Opie started doing his own, like, three months. Vic and Sherrod Small every day. He found Carl
2: Louise, Guy Fietti. And, uh, Carl started doing it real good. Yeah, now all i now so I, Uh he took it to like and all the other
4: platforms and started doing live streams with Carl.
1: Now I will say one of the one of the podcasts I miss is uh is Race Wars. That that was Yeah,
4: Sherrod's Race Wars, that was good too. Yeah,
1: that that was a good that was a good that was a great uh, podcast.
2: You know what was oh. the original awful podcast, though? Uh, rooster... OG. Awesome. The Drunk Tank. <laughs> yep. The Rooster Guys. Really good. Yeah.
1: Uh, they were good, and... I mean... The one podcast that I still listen to on occasion is uh is Painkiller Already. Or uh or PKA, I guess is how they're pronounced. And that and that's more of like a gamer stream, but they they kinda of do some of what I do, which is more like long form stuff.
4: I'm not aware of them. PKA.
1: Uh P Painkiller Already or PKA or pk or uh, pka yeah that's how you
4: yeah, yeah yeah i don't think i've come across them yet They, they have to look um, out for them
1: they they um they got really famous during the whole gamergate thing because like two of their hosts were involved in that so that's kind of around the time i started listening them because of of that whole thing um one of the one of the podcasts that i that i that i listened to for a long time was um was adam was adam Herla's, uh podcast which i oh yeah sure which i still do on occasion but he's he's actually added commercials into his podcast now so that makes it like really hard to. That makes it hard to listen to because it's you know, I find myself pressing, pressing the, uh, the skip thirty seconds button more than I do actual listening. To.
2: Oh. <laughs> I thought he bullied boy off or something, but I guess his internet. He dropped.
1: Yeah, he, he said that he said that Discord is having uh, issues, which you know that's typical. D- Discord always has audio issues, but you guys, um, I mean, you guys, you guys just started a, a Discord of your own, and it seems to be working out great so far. Oh, we got lucky.
4: One of our community members, T Dub, started. I
2: didn't
1: even do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm. <laughs> I might. I actually might put T Dubs in charge of this one. That I in charge of mine because I have. I have no idea what I'm. What I'm doing.
4: Oh, so you come poaching my people, right?
1: <laughs> I mean. I mean, I. I, I won't. I won't steal your I won't steal your uh, audience. Not completely. But <laughs> uh, uh I, I, I won't I won't do to you what I what I did to Owen, uh Benjamin, which is still his uh <laughs> which is still his best people. But, uh,
4: yeah, he did a great job of pushing people away though. <laughs> fucking...
1: Yeah, I mean yeah and and and, and I mean that's and I mean that that's the other thing is like I've had is like I've had people accuse me of like stealing their audience members and it's kinda like, well, you know, you kinda push them away. So they
2: just they just came to me. So
4: when it comes to these small communities we're all kinda of away and you know if you got people that are willing to suffer your bullshit they're willing to suffer through my bullshit you know what i mean like they stick around for the more raw, the polish
2: yeah nice nice stuff
1: well and i mean the other the other thing too is i've i've noticed that like once uh and i, I mean i'm not saying that making money is is bad but i remember um one podcast group that I was going to get involved with they um they actually they got an offer from like some uh from someone that was going to like financially back them and they started setting like all of this all of these like crazy rules like we had to do like like completely f c c you know regulatory style and we we could talk about this, but we couldn't talk about that and all of that sort of stuff. And I was like, well, I'm not, I'm not sticking on here then if that, if that's the case, I'm not, I'm not changing my show format just so that you, just so that you guys can make money off of, off of my stuff. That, uh, that happens a lot too with some podcasts I've noticed.
4: Yeah. And that comes. That's the double-edged sword,
1: you know. It
4: it restricts you creatively, but then you also get pushed in front of a different audience. I feel like the play there is to, okay, I'll I'll do your FC show. Okay, sure. Uh, you're not gonna get this show. Right, it's and... gonna be a different completely. Right, but and you're and... still gonna let me promote my normal. So. You do your little spots for your... And if you want to see the Uncensored show, you come on over to you. Make sure you follow Insta stuff on whatever day, at whatever time, you come and see the Uncensored format.
1: With, you with, know, which I would have been happy to do, but they were like, no, we want, we want your thing. Otherwise, walk. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, well then, I'll walk, or in my case, I guess roll. So... <laughs> but uh yeah no and then um i i actually the the funny thing is with with uh with anchor you actually can get you actually can get sponsorships through uh anchor for your podcast, and that's that's interesting so like i've i've actually had spotify sponsor my uh podcast for and that's been that's been interesting.
2: But, uh, I've also noticed
1: that if you read ads, uh, you know, you kind of, you kind of have to, uh, like, I've had, I've had to BS my way if there's so many ad reads, it's not even, it's not even funny. Um, like for, uh, Android apps, and I don't even know, I don't even, like, own an Android phone, I own an iPhone, but I'll... You no, know, I'll I'll read them if people want me to.
4: Yeah, I got no problem with doing a little bit of something as well. You got an ad read for me? Sure, no problem. <laughs> I'll I'll do your fucking live read. It's fine. <laughs> I'll shill whatever it is. So if you ever hear me shilling a product, I'm not being I'm just behind the dollars that come in.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean some t- I mean, sometimes there are ones that I actually do. I've I, I've actually been lucky where there have been like a few app, you know, there have been like a few app ad reads for apps that like I actually use. So I've actually been able to like generally, you know, promote them. somewhat so that's been yep. cool. But but then, but then like I remember I remember one of, I remember one of the Spotify uh, ad reads I did was. uh was one promoting uh, Taylor Swift's new album, so I, I I did something along the lines of it, and and it's, and it's not in the podcast. anymore, I did something along the lines of you can listen to Taylor Swift's new album on Spotify, or if or if you like good music, you can also listen to you can also listen to blah 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 on Spotify as well.
2: all right i th- i think we uh i think we lost uh jeremy there for uh, for a sec but um let's see oh i got another paypal i got a donation by a uh paypal I got a uh donation via PayPal. Let's see here. And it's a
1: $10 donation. And the person who, uh, who sent it once to remain anonymous, but, uh, cool. Thank
2: you. Appreciate it. Thanks for the, uh, donation folks. So, oh, uh, Oh my goodness, Uh, Jacob Downey in the chat. Hell, uh, Jacob, hope you're doing well, dude. Well, let's see. Uh,
1: we'll, we'll wrap this up in a bit. Uh, how many people are speaking in Biden's ear- earpiece? Uh, you gotta figure there's a voice guiding them.
2: And a different voice feeding them. Quote after the
1: salute. The, uh, Marines incident. Well, well, uh, you know, that's something I've often wondered my myself,
2: uh, you know, here's the thing with Biden. I'm not even sure Biden knows where he is half the time. Yeah, so... I've said this before on stream, but I'll say it again because it's been a while... I, um, let's well, just be honest
1: with you here, ladies and gentlemen. I don't see Joe Biden lasting more than a
2: year. I don't. I would honestly be surprised if Biden at this point makes it a, uh, If Biden makes it a whole year. I he doesn't know where he is.
1: Um half the time. He can't speak. Although I did see a hilarious article on Yahoo that apparently he intends to run for another four he intends to run again in twenty twenty-four. But I don't know if that's gonna happen. So let's see. Uh, Jacob Downey says, hashtag whiskey it up. Well, uh, whiskey runner isn't here tonight, uh, Jacob. Otherwise we would whiskey it up and, uh, Jacob, I I did promote your, uh, your channel earlier. And I mentioned this in the last half hour, but I will mention this again. Jacob Down and I will be doing a stream um,
2: later in the week at some point, or probably next week. So, but yeah, yeah, no, n- yeah, no. Will Biden? In fact, let me let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Um, this will be funny. He know- okay, so, uh, this... So this was actually announced on Friday. Um, let me get back to, let me get back to the stream here.
1: Oh, shoot. You guys have seen this window the entire time, probably. I'm sorry about that. Uh, let's see. Yeah, anyway, though, check this out, folks. Um, President Biden says my plan is to run for re-election in 2024. Yeah, that'll happen.
2: note, have you decided whether you are going to run for re-election in 2024?
0: You haven't set up a re-election campaign yet, as your predecessor had by this time.
3: <laughs> my predecessor need to, needed to. <laughs> my predecessor. Oh, God, I miss it. Um, have you? Have you- <laughs> no, the answer is yes. My plan is to run for re-election. That's my expectation.
1: Okay, so yeah, you may be planning on running for uh... For president, but their uh, Joe, But will you? That's the that's the question. Will
2: will you be? Will you physically be able to? You know, I I don't I don't think so. Um,
1: I think it would be amusing. But at this point, uh, considering that you've fallen up the stairs in the past week, uh, I don't see that
2: happening. I just don't. Um, let's see.
1: will uh let's see uh let's see you think obama ever pops in over there peace and gives joe a pep talk you're doing you're doing great buddy i mean
2: here's the thing Okay, so I said this during the 20 uh during the 2020 election. Back when the election was first starting. I don't um I don't necessarily think that uh Biden and Obama Necessarily liked each other. I. um, I think that. Biden
1: was there. Because, because Obama. Because Obama. Had no political experience. And they needed an experienced. Democrat. To kind of you know. Motivate the old guard. To listen to. You know Obama. But I don't necessarily know if. Um, Obama was necessarily even liked by, uh, you know, Biden or vice versa. So that should. So that's kind of my take. So no, to answer Will's question, I I think, I think if anything, Obama is probably laughing at Biden, probably like you know, stumbling. So, uh, Jacob's planning on asking me some super deep questions. And, uh... No, Jacob, I can't do the the stream tomorrow. Uh, buddy, I'm... But, uh, we'll have to do it in two weeks or whenever, I guess. So, yeah. But anyway, folks, um... Unless there are any other people that want to chime in and... uh
2: you know shoot the
1: shit with me on stream. I think uh I'll call it a night here probably probably about fifteen minutes early or so and uh yeah just let me make sure that uh I didn't miss any anybody. Um let me go through some of the uh donations here. We have uh Interest of stuff. Jeremy donated. And I appreciate that. Uh, Saucin. Donated. Much appreciated. Uh, as always Saucin. um, And then Fat Heck Boy has donated $10. As well. So. Uh, yeah. I really appreciate all the donations. I appreciate everyone who. Uh, you know called in I appreciate Jeremy for calling in. I appreciate uh kick Boy for trying to call in and um Jace Ivan I even appreciate you for uh trying to call in and yeah folks I uh I'm sorry about the Discord uh I don't know why it's not working uh in terms of audio it doesn't really work for me that well either so uh i don't know what's what's going on uh but anyway rumor rumor actually has it folks here's some light breaking news uh rumor has it that microsoft is going to buy uh discord which uh i don't know if that's good news or bad news it could be it
2: could be good it could it could be bad I uh I'm just not sure which. So. Um
1: Well, F yes, yeah, Sam, seriously, congrats on the four, on the 14 years of streaming. Uh well, to be to be fair, well, just to clarify, it's it's more like 3 years of streaming and uh you know, 12 years of audio podcasting exclusively. So I mean, technically I've only been doing this for I've only been doing this for 3 years, but you know, I'm cheating a bit and combining the uh the totality of my career up a bit. Congrats on the uh an- annual Sammy. Uh likewise, likewise, Jacob Uh, congrats on your first big, uh, I guess celebrity podcast interview, folks. Let me give Jacob Downey a shout out here real quick because he deserves it. Um, Jacob Downey, if you're into rocks and minerals and that type of stuff, which I actually am somewhat, or at least I was more when I was a kid, um, if you're into that sort of thing, if it it piques your interest at all, um... I think Jacob is a professional gemsmith. Um I don't know if that's the right if that's the correct terminology or not, but he does uh he does a live stream where he shows uh different types of gems that he's working on. Uh and then occasionally he'll do uh live stream interviews and he Uh, recently interviewed, Christian Blatt, who has been a guest on this podcast uh, before as well. So, um, you know, if if you enjoyed my interview with Christian, which you should definitely check out, even though it's a year old, um, you should certainly check out uh, Jacob's question, because interview with, uh, Christian, because it's, uh, it's it's way different from my, uh, interview with Christian, which, it, which is why I also, um, appreciate it. I, I focused a lot on uh, Christian's interview with, um, I focused a lot on Christian Blatt's uh, career working with Dennis Miller. Uh, Jacob uh, Jacob focused more on uh, the area of Christian's life that I didn't focus on such as his uh, such as when he was a page for Saturday Night Live and stuff like that and also Jacob came up with the greatest uh, title for a stand up comedy special ever which uh, Dennis Miller is free to use and then if if Dennis Miller doesn't use it, if he if he's actually deciding no nah, nah fuck it I'm done uh for real with you know Colony then I will use the uh then I will use the the, the stand up special title that Jacob came up with. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna mention it because uh it will um you know, I don't want to give away trade secrets. But anyway, folks, it is almost 1 a.m. here, and I should probably wrap up and try to get some sleep so I can finish this project that I have due uh, technically today at 11.59. And, uh Yeah. So uh, anyway, folks I want to thank you so very much for uh joining me for the anniversary show. Once again thanks to uh Saucin, interest of stuff that kicked away for the d- donation as well as Jeremy for uh joining me on stream and shooting the uh the shit for about 20 minutes. Really appreciate you all. I really appreciate all of you who tune in on the uh podcast as well. Thank you so very much, wherever you're listening in the past, present, future hour. And as my friend John Near I would say, uh, God bless. God save this great nation. Uh, God freedom, I in that order. Uh, and I'll see you on the next uh, episode of the Whitfield Report.
2: God bless, folks, and good night. thanks for listening to the Whitfield Report on the
0: NGC Network. Please visit Sam's website at www.thesamwhitfield.com and support Sam on Patreon at patreon.com slash Whitfield Report. Until next time, God bless, God save this great nation, and God, freedom,
2: legacy, in that order.